0: If you're interested in learning how I launched Zim Excellence, then you're in luck. Sign up for my podcast workshop and learn how it's easier and more affordable than ever to start a podcast. Also, grab yourself a copy of my podcast resource guide, which covers industry terminology, suggested tech setup, in addition to countless free online resources to support your podcast journey just head to wongai.com forward slash podcast creation that's wongai.com forward slash podcast creation the link will also be down in the show notes now let's start the show welcome back i don't know about you but i'm ready for part two taco africana so you're working at madiba how did we get to taco africana and having a storefront because i know that's not easy and having a storefront in new york because i know that's not easy and we're in the middle of a pandemic and you're still going
1: yeah and i know that's Uh, not easy (laughs) 100 100%. percent uh just to clarify we are working on a storefront we don't have it yet uh, oh no. sorry
0: i thought you yeah did.
1: no 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 that's alright oh but it's
0: because i was thinking of the future because i am i am already prophesying
1: i love sorry. that like speak i was it using into i was using my gift yes. and i accidentally
0: thought i was speaking the present but it no, exists
1: speak it into existence uh Oh, Jesus, that's going to be a mouthful. But uh, Taco Africana started because, like I mentioned before, quarter-life crisis. What the F am I doing with my life? So I had literally two options. Either I moved to New Orleans. For some reason, I don't know why, probably the music and the culture and the flavors and food. I'm like, it's either this or that. And this was African tacos in New York City. That was African Barbecue Bride in New Orleans. Um, we still have car. to work on
0: this. I'm sorry to cut you off, but we have to work on this other restaurant. We're expanding. We are going Look to have two it. restaurants.
1: <laughs>
0: I am going to visit both of them.
1: I love that.
0: Continue. I love
1: that. Option A, tacos in New York City. Option B, African Barbecue in New Orleans. I packed my car up take a solo road trip from here all the way to New Orleans. I get to New Orleans. I love New Orleans. I love the people. I love the food. I love the music every single way. But the humidity, the humidity messed me up. Uh, my mathematics. So the thicker the air gets, the harder it is for me to breathe. So I'm working with heat and smoke and kind of didn't make sense to explore African barbecue in New Orleans at the time. So I came back to New York City, um, literally like for two weeks, did some research. And then I realized nobody is spicing their tortillas. Nobody's really making African tacos. There's someone in the UK, Lem Lem Kitchen, she makes like um, Ethiopian tacos there's someone in New Jersey, but they don't make their own tortillas. It's not really authentic. This is the way, like, Mexican people make it. So I'm like, all right, it's a lot of work, but I'm going to do it. I uh, started experimenting. I uh, infused spices into my tortillas. Uh, the first tacos I made were probably, I want to say, either chicken suya or boboti. Um I made peri-peri shrimp as well. And it was just playing around with ingredients. I invited a friend over. She tried them. She loved them. And I'm like, okay, this is it. So I started exploring that a little bit more. The product has gotten better year by year. Uh, COVID hits. Uh, I was specializing in events and caterings and pop-ups. No events, no way. So I had to shut that thing down. Um, yeah, I never, like, I I honestly didn't think this thing would revive, but thank you to people who've been, like, committed in the brand, people who've been believing in me, and also myself for not giving up on the brand and the food that's reviving, and we're working towards a storefront I'm not supposed to say yet, because... You don't want to put something out and people put bad juju on it, but uh storefront is in the works. Uh, still pushing catering, still pushing events. And mm-hmm. next month we're launching taco kits. So you'd be able to buy um, a whole that. box with like um, tortillas, salsas, uh, pico de gallos, and we're doing whole meats. So you can get either a whole chicken, half a filet of a whole salmon, uh, a full leg of lamb—it's like really big meat—so that you invite people over. It's a birthday party, it's a funeral, it's a divorce party, graduation—you have tacos and you make them yourself at home.
0: And and for my vegan friends who listen to this podcast, what are our vegan options?
1: I have cauliflower, I have jackfruit, I have mushrooms.
0: There we go, jackfruit, mushrooms. It. Yeah. Love it. You're making me think of Blossom. You ever been to Blossom?
1: I've never been to Blossom.
0: Blossom, I think it's Blossom Du Jour. It's a plant place place and hella dope. I I tried the jackfruit and I'm like, yeah, I I could do this.
1: (laughs) Nice. I'll check them out. Are they here in New York City? Yeah. Oh, sweet. I'll check them out. Yeah, they have a
0: couple locations. They, I think... They might still have one on Upper West Side or maybe they shut that one down, but they do have a little kiosk in Columbus Circle. See, I'm a New York girl. I know my locations. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. What is the community like? Like with the culinary, is there a culinary community, restaurant community?
1: <sighs> yeah, that's, that's a really tough question. Um...
0: I I can take it back and say, well, how have you been able to cultivate a community to help you through this?
1: I'll answer both because I like challenges. First question, what is the community like? The community is very, very close to non-existent. There's a lot of dope culinary people in New York City and in America, actually, like doing great stuff with um, African food. For example, my friend Ade in North Carolina, she does food from Benin. There's a Hammer in Brooklyn. He just opened a suya shop. There's Brian from Kenya. He does Kenyan food as well. So there's like small niches of people doing amazing African food separately. Uh, The only person who's tried to unite us before is Akin. He does... uh, African Restaurant Week, that's his handle. So he's tried to like really put us together and he's done a few events where all these culinary people come and showcase stuff. But I feel like uh, we lack the camaraderie of joining forces together and collaborating, number one, giving each other advice or just networking. There's so many jobs that uh, sometimes I cannot take, so I end up passing them on. And that's not always the case with everybody else. So we don't like really share resources. We don't come together and say, okay, there's Mm -hmm. Mexican food, there's Italian food, there's French food. How do we together as Africans promote and push this mission that we're on, but still build our businesses separately. So that's very much missing within the culinary community here. How have I been cultivating it? Outside of Taco Africa and I have a personal brand Z from Africa, I just started a test kitchen so I invite chefs from all over other cultures, other countries, other cities, other cuisines and we sometimes cook together or they take over the whole kitchen and they do their thing and they're able to tell their story through food so I'm trying to do that a little bit more and get chefs from all over, even home cooks who are like, hey, my mom has been making this recipe for so many years. It's been passed down the family. I believe in it. I feel like it's really strong. It's a representation of Africa. People might like it. People might not, but I want to push it out and have people try it. That's the kitchen for it. So that's how I'm cultivating that space where we build community around African food.
0: So for someone who's picky like me, who who is just rolling up to the pop-up and looks at the menu and is super intimidated, what would your recommendation be from the menu? Or like what uh, is one of no. one of like your highest selling things?
1: <laughs> Both questions. <are laughs> be personable, like be personable. Most times like people who work the front don't have time to talk, but yeah. if you're investing in something, you should know much about it before you pay for it so you have every right to ask these people as long as it takes hey i'm new to this restaurant i don't like food that's sour i don't like food that's sweet what do you recommend i get you know because i could tell you get peanut butter and maybe I'm allergic.
0: Meat. No, I'm not you I'm not see? allergic. I'm not yeah, allergic, they, but
1: like you, you know, yeah. Par exemple, things. yeah, so, yeah. Like invest in yourself and like let your money work for you. If you're paying for it, you should get your, your ultimate value out of it. You know, don't buy something and then you're gonna hate it. So make sure from jump like you tell the person, yeah. I don't like this, I don't like that, I don't like this, I'm interested in this. What do you recommend I get? Because for example, um Ethiopian food, I don't know if you eat it, but their staple is injera. Injera is a very, I call it soft, um, flatbread that has a pungent taste and flavor. And it's a very much a quiet taste. It took me a while to love injera. I enjoy it now, but it took me a while. So a skeptical eater walks up and they're like, What should I get? I'll give them injera, but it's going to intimidate them and they don't like it. But if they tell me what their palate is like, there's always adjustments. And I find that the new African chefs are very accommodating.
0: That's dope.
1: And then second question, what is the most selling thing in my menu? Jerk on jollof, the jerk chicken on a jollof tortilla with mango salsa. That actually looks really good, though.
0: So I would get that.
1: No, it hits, it hits, and it, <laughs> like it's the, number, it's the top seller, but that's not my favorite. My favorite one is the pork one. It's a Ghanaian style, uh Ghanaian-style peanut sauce, so I get that, and I get pernil, which mm-hmm. is like a pork shoulder. I cook it barbacoa style like a Mexican-style of cooking. I wrap it in banana leaves. I put citrus. I put spices, so all the steam and the flavors are, like, infused into the pork. There's the spiciness from the peanut sauce. There's curry. I use a curry tortilla for that. I put um, tomatilla salsa, so it's tart as well. And then there's acidity because I put pickled um, cabbage on top. Like the You're way just given us your recipe.
0: you have just given away the fine. recipe. <laughs>
1: Cooking is sharing. Food is sharing. So I'm happy to always share. But the way those flavors just come together in my mouth, they tell such a beautiful story. And I think that's my ultimate favorite taco.
0: Okay, that's beautiful.
1: Thank what
0: God. would you say to your seven-year-old self? Your face, listeners. What would he I he say is shook.
1: Seven-year-old. So I did this really weird thing when I was seven, and maybe a couple of times in my life where I stand in the mirror and like literally look into myself in the mirror for minutes and minutes and like question myself like is this really you are you real like who are you so I tell myself like you are who you feel like you are on the inside
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um your sexuality your identity uh your desires and life matter Mm -hmm. um regardless of what other people think this is truly your life and Without those thoughts, without those desires, without those orientations, you wouldn't be who you are. So you are who you see when you look in the mirror.
0: I love that so much. So, Z, when are we going to yes. get your cookbook? When are you putting out the cookbook?
1: Oh, now you want me to release all my, my projects. <laughs> hey? You want me to spill all the tea now.
0: No, you can uh, you, you you can just you can say it's it's in the works.
1: <laughs> it's not yet in the works. It's not yet in the works. There's other <laughs> projects that I'm working on, but cookbook coming soon, maybe two or three years from now. Uh, there's other things I want to focus on in the meantime, but yeah. Maybe recipes coming soon, but a full cookbook. It's going to be a couple of years. (laughs) No worries. I thought
0: I'd throw that question in there to see how you react. (laughs) (laughs) I love that so much. All right. So before we head into lightning round, what Uh um, advice or what offering would you have for someone listening right now who might be thinking, I want to do what Z does. I want to make all of the food, be the Pride chef, cook it up, but I'm not quite sure to start. Are there any resources that you would recommend, whether they're courses, the YouTube channels, podcasts, web websites, or even like heading to, let's say, um, African Food Week?
1: The biggest one, from what you mentioned, is I don't know where to start. Just start. Like, Just start. A lot of people waste a lot of time. Oh, I want to do this. Oh, I want to do that. And it's just a desire without action. But put action to it. Just like do it. Even if it's messed up the first time, it's easier to fix something that's already in existence than for you to wait to actually start. So like just do it. If you want to sell a bomber's peanut butter and jelly sandwich, do it. Like literally just start now. And if you have to make adjustments, make adjustments. Um, the path I took uh, to be where I am right now is uh, I went to a community college in Brooklyn, Kingsborough Community College for about three months. It was a free course. I think I only had to pay a hundred dollars to get textbooks. Um, they taught me how to hold a knife. They taught me how to be in a kitchen. Basic soups, basic salads. It's basically a very um, crunched up introduction to culinary arts in the kitchen industry of New York City. If you can find that in your community, do that. Don't spend a shit ton of money in culinary school. Um, Learn from your friends. Learn from your aunts. Learn from your uncles. If there's one thing that your aunt does really, really, really well, ask her, can you teach me? And then you start collecting those recipes Um, listen to your culinary voice. Everybody cooks different. Everybody tastes different. So what you feel like tastes good and you truly enjoy, stick to that because it would be the truest form of who you are and what you are and what you're selling, not an idea of what someone else thinks it should taste like. Uh, Believe in yourself and, yeah, again, just start.
0: That's awesome. Okay, you ready for lightning round?
1: Let's do it.
0: Lightning round. Okay, what's your zodiac?
1: Aquarius.
0: Aquarius. Awesome. Yeah. Um what is the last song you listen to?
1: Oh my gosh. Um okay, I don't mean to put your business out there, but we listened to Essence by Wizkid just now.
0: It's fine. It's completely yeah. fine. <laughs> if you haven't,
1: I, I, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to like put a pin in that. Uh I hate that this is happening, and I love it at the same time. Um, I like that Americans are playing this song. Um, Americans are enjoying Afro beats, but they are overdoing it. I don't want Essence to become like what Joanna was. Like you could turn on Power One O Five and hear Joanna, Jo Jo. Gonna Hot 97, Joanna, jo- you walk down the block, jo- like, please, please, <laughs> let's not overdo it. And I feel like Essence is going to do that.
0: I so. had that, that conversation with my dad about, um, I forget who the artist was, but... Um, fall <laughs> when fall was, was
1: Davido, was huge. yeah, yeah, yeah. Davido.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it was like the whole summer I heard it working, walking through Harlem, walking yeah. downtown by like Washington Square Money, fall. No, uh-huh. but I was digging it though, I was like, Yes, yeah. get into yeah. the flavor, get into the
1: flavor.
0: <laughs> All it's right,
1: it's nice, but um, uh, not to get off topic, but it scares me because. I don't want it to be just a trend. Like, um, reggae, not reggae, raga came, dancehall came, um, reggaeton came. It was popping for a while, and then it started to fade. So I don't want that to happen with African music. Like, don't let it be a trend. If you're going to bump it, bump it for life.
0: See, I feel like the trend was when we had the... um... That song winded up. And then before then, when we were doing the, um was it uh, Izonto?
1: Ah, uh, Azonto, yeah.
0: Azonto. I feel like yeah. the trend was when Azonto was hot. And then that yeah. song that they had, um the other group had with Akon, where it was um Chop My Money.
1: Chop My Money, yes. I feel yes. like Peace that's when e. it was the
0: trend. But like uh-huh. now, I feel like it's. It's less of a trend because you've got the nice. Whiz Kids and the Davidos and Burner Boy, especially from Black Is King and and Lion yeah. King. What Beyonce did for us, yeah. um, did for the culture, and then you have um, who am I thinking of? So w- WizKid, Kid, Burner Boy, Davido,
1: Mr. Easy,
0: Mr. Easy. I can't. There was someone else I was I was thinking of. I feel like be- I th- I feel like we're at a steady pace that now it's. Less of a trend. It's it's yeah. here to. Yeah, and I mean we're even stay. hitting
1: Grammys now, so it's yes. it's it's good stuff.
0: Yeah, like we're we're getting other artists on our songs.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because
0: it's it's hot. It's the flavor.
1: It's a party.
0: Like it, you it say. is. Like like <laughs> I say, it is always a party. Okay, if you could have any superpower, what would it
1: be? I thought about this one. I knew I did my homework right, so it would be. <laughs> Ultimate and transferable invisibility. If I could grab my girlfriend and we uh, get invisible and we're not seen and we can be anywhere in any room and not be seen, I think, yeah, that would be the best.
0: That's fun. That's kind of like the invisibility cloak in Harry Potter, but better. And it's kind of like what the Flash does when he, like, puts people into Flash time and he holds them and they, like, (laughs) slow down to his time. But better, of course.
1: Uh
0: Okay. What is your favorite meal?
1: I'm going to be biased and say tacos. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But it can't be one of your tacos.
1: Oh, there's a food truck on 145 between Broadway and Amsterdam. They sell um, goat meat taco and cow tongue taco. I know
0: that food truck. Yeah. (laughs) I know that that food truck, but I didn't really like their food. I'm sorry. Really? Yeah. My roommate got onto me as well. He was like, no, but that food truck is, I was like, oh no, maybe, maybe it was the day I went, but I was like, this yeah. burrito is not, I've had better. Oh. Uh... Yeah. It, it really saddened me. There was this, I forget what the name of the store was. They used to have a kiosk down by Columbus Circle and then they left me and I was devastated. But oh, no. they happened to also be a Chop champion And they had the most banging tacos. I think it was like "ropa vieja," vieja.
1: Apologies to my
0: to my Spanish friends. My pronunciation can be off, (laughs) but it was so good. Okay, what is your favorite song to dance to? Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you have a message you wanna share with the world or you think, ooh, it could be fun to have my own talk show like one guy, getting started is easier than ever. Here at Zim Excellence, we use Buzzsprout, which is hands down the easiest, most affordable, and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Start for free and list your show on directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping and teaching you to succeed. Just check out their YouTube videos. They are filled with tons of information. So join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Sign up today using the link in the show notes or go to wongai.com forward slash podcast creation and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. It also helps support the show. So go ahead, sign up for Buzzsprout and keep me posted on your new podcast. Now back to the show.
1: Oh, jeez. Right now it's... And again, I'm scared this song is going to do what Joanna did. <laughs> right now it's Soundgasm by Rema.
0: Oh, I haven't heard that yet. I'll oh, check that it's out. it's
1: Pepe. It's really good.
0: Favorite Zimbabwean musician?
1: Wow. This is tough because ultimately... And you um, knew this was coming.
0: If you listened to the podcast, you knew this yeah, was coming. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But I didn't prepare for this one. Ultimately... I'll, no, it's two. Ultimately, uh, because he's like really a legend and his... Been worldwide with African music, even to a point where he said Haina tambo. If you're Zimbabwean, you'll know what that is. Talking about all of them too goodsy. But because I'm Debele and I love hearing Debele Eric's uh, love more much, Ivan.
0: Oh, sweet, 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 sweet. Yeah. Favorite Zimbabwean childhood snack? We all have one. We all have one.
1: Can it be Western snack or African snack?
0: It's it's you you find it in Zimbabwe. You had it while you were here in Zimbabwe. Do you know
1: Um umtrangela?
0: No, please tell us what this is. Oh my
1: gosh, it's so hard to explain. It's basically almost like a pebble. It's a fruit that has a stone like item in the middle. It's Uh black in color. It's really black. It's sweet and semi-tart. When you eat it, sometimes it turns your tart a little black but it's called um Trunkel. i have to find the english word for it but i'm gonna ask favorite. my
0: mom and my dad about this yeah. <laughs> okay it is time for the most controversial question of them all mazoe orange oh versus mazoe green
1: no, definitely orange. I don't know what they were doing with green. I don't know what they were doing with green.
0: One of these days, Shrubs is going to be like, yo, why you do us like this? Shrubs <laughs> <laughs> should be paying me for the way I advertise Masuai every episode.
1: Facts. Facts.
0: <laughs> what is one word you would use to describe yourself? Just one.
1: Resilient.
0: Yes. I am Zim Excellence because blank.
1: I am Zim Excellence because I was born in Bulawayo, grew up in Ziligazi, uh, went overseas to a concrete jungle of New York City where there's so many cultures, so many life experiences, but uh, I was able to stay true to my roots and showcase and leave. An African life.
0: Amazing. If you could nominate someone for the award of Zim Excellence, who would it be?
1: I don't know if you know her yet. Um, she was actually a crush of mine before, almost dated, almost considered getting married. Her name is Shoot Sakile. <laughs> no. <laughs> not anymore. I'm taking now. But uh-huh. um, her name is Sakile Kanye. She's based in England right now. She also grew up in Bulawayo. Uh, cousin to a very good friend of mine. She started a uh, publishing company slash a magazine. It's a digital and print magazine in London. It's called uh Classic. Uh she's had people like uh from Mafigizolo on the on the um, on one of her issues. I was actually on her first issue. I feel like she's doing really great stuff, showcasing people from Zimbabwe and other countries and just to have that publication and uh, have it be owned and run by a young black and Zimbabwean person in England is phenomenal.
0: Oh, we love that so much. And who would you nominate to come on the show, Zim Excellence?
1: Who would I nominate to come on the show? Oh, my cousin, um, Q Dube. He's a comedian. He's based in South Africa right now, but uh, he's Zimbabwean. He's also done really phenomenal stuff. I think... uh, yeah, he'll bring a lot of humor and laughter to the show, and it would be nice to hear and pick um, some of his brain.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much, Z, for sharing your time with us today. So as we wrap up, I would love it if you could share a message with our listeners, as well as letting them know where they can continue to follow your journey, whether that's a website, Instagram, or Twitter, and you don't have to spell it out. <laughs> I love
1: that Uh, ah right uh final closing words uh let's continue the work that nelson mandela started in south africa uh no race no person should be oppressed because of their gender because of their class because of their color because of their cultural beliefs we're all equal we're all humans we have this one earth there are some of you are going out of space and blowing my mind but uh, (laughs) everyone will not stop
0: talking about that (laughs) yeah
1: going back into topic let's treat each other equally let's be fair to each other and try if you can to use every moment as a teaching moment um had a recent experience with that microaggression thing from a caucasian family rather uh, and I'm very sad that that uh, moment did not become a teaching lesson because this is how we break the general um, generational curses. This is how we break the cycle. When your kid says something bad, you correct it, and you make sure that they know that it's wrong, and racism is very much a taught thing and a passed-down thing, and it will end if only we educate each other and educate our children. So... Yeah, remember to use all moments as teaching moments, especially for your children. They are the future of this earth. Uh, to find out a little bit more on what I'm doing, you could find me on Instagram. It's ZI from Africa, ZI dot from Africa. Um, if you're looking for like culinary flavors and trying to keep up with the taco brand to see what we're doing, it's Instagram and taco Africana. And, yeah, like, just find me on Facebook, find me on Instagram. My email is also on my Instagram. Reach out to me for any questions. I'm always happy to collaborate with people. And I just want to share African culture with y'all.
0: We're just going to give a quick shout-out to Epiphany, who just hopped on the Instagram Live. Because yeah. she's the reason we know each other.
1: Yes.
0: Z. Thank you so much for sharing your light and your creations and everything you're about. You please know that you deserve all of your flowers, that what you're doing is revolutionary, that it is inspiring, and you've come such a, a long, long way, and that so many people will look up to you. All the in, inspiring and aspiring chefs from Zimbabwe and from the continent, as well as all the fellow foster kids as well. So thank you for showing us what's possible. And I can't wait to eat some food.
1: Yes, (laughs) yes. Thank you. That was really nice.
0: All of the links and resources that we mentioned in the show will be down in the show notes. Have a great week, y'all. Thank y'all so much for coming to the party. Majita Tatenda Siabonga. Nah, for real. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Zim Excellence. If you found value from this episode, please share it with a friend and go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review. If you send me a screenshot of your review, I'll make sure to give you a shout out on future episodes. Feel free to tag us on Instagram at Zim Excellence Podcast, and if you identify as Zimbabwean, I want to hear your story. So go ahead and email zimexcellencepodcast at gmail.com. Till then, have the best week and stay Zim excellent.